Thank you so much for tuning in to another session of Note to Self Diaries. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for pressing play. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. Now, today I want to talk to us about the guilt of happiness. I know it's kind of contradicting when you think about it, like why would I feel guilty for being happy or why would guilt and happiness even go in the same sentence? But hear me out. I'll start with a personal example. Where I am now in my life is definitely nothing compared to where I was. I remember being in situations where I would have very little money for groceries. Um, I remember being frustrated with not being able to properly take care of myself. And mind you, I don't live a elaborate, luxurious, over-the-top lifestyle. Really and truly, I'm a very simple person, right? There are some comforts I aspire to, but I'm definitely not like a lavish or my definition of lavish, I should say, may not be what you would define as lavish for yourself. But I've definitely known what it is to not have food, I know what it's like to go to bed hungry, wake up hungry. I know what it's like to stay in a relationship where the treatment wasn't the best. Mind you, just to be clear, I wasn't abused. But, you know, it takes a little knockboard here and there because of financial security. And so I say that to say that just recently I was having a conversation with someone and we were talking about where I am now in life. And when I look back, on where I was to where I am, I'm just like, wow, you know, I fought to get here. I've cried my way through to get here. You know, there were times in my life where it was just drama after drama after drama, embarrassment after embarrassment, like, you know, walking with my head down because people would be talking about me and that sort of thing. And in comparison to other persons close to me who are going through what they're going through now, my life is definitely different. And it's not that I'm comparing my life to theirs for the purpose of judging and feeling like I'm better than them. But in seeing what they're going through, I can definitely say that I know what it's like to feel as though you just don't know what blow life is going to knock you next. So when you would have gone through that and you arrive at the place where you're happy, where you're content, even though you're striving for better, even though you're striving for more, you are at a place where you no longer cry yourself to sleep. You no longer have to worry about how your bills are going to be paid. You don't have to, you don't longer have to worry about food and stuff like that. There's a, there's a guilt if if you were to be honest, there's a guilt that comes with that because you're no longer in that place and the people close to you are, right? Just recently, I felt that way. And it, it was strange because I never thought that I would feel guilty for being happy. I never thought that I would feel guilty for not having drama in my life, not crying day in, day out, not having terrible relationship issues and that sort of thing, you know? And when I was expressing that to the person that I was talking to, they reminded me that I worked to get to this point. I made sacrifices. You know, I did uncomfortable things in terms of renewing my mind and adapting new mindsets and mentalities and habits to get to this point. And so if you're like me and you're at a place in your life where things are just good, you know, Things are good for you. Things are progressing. Things are getting better. New, wonderful things are on the horizon. I want this session 
to serve as a reminder to not let what other people are going through dampen where you are now because they don't know what you've sacrificed to get here. They don't know what you went through to get here. And it's not a case where we're comparing stories like, well, I went through this and I had to go through that. And you don't know my story. You don't walk in my shoes. We don't have to walk around tooting our horns, comparing our lives to other people just to let them realize that, oh, my life was bad too. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. This is not a competition thing. You know, what we do need to do is enjoy being in this place. Enjoy being in a place where you no longer have to worry as much because we'll always have things that we would worry about or things that would concern us, you know, but we should enjoy being in a place where we don't have to fret and cuss and, and feel miserable and disgusted all the time. There's nothing wrong with just taking a moment or moments to just say thank you and enjoy where you are now. You don't have to water down your joy in order to make someone feel better. And again, it's not that we're being insensitive. It's not that we don't empathize. But the bad thing about taking in too much of someone else's negative experience is that we subconsciously invite those experiences or similar experiences into our own lives. For example, you may have a friend that, you know, went through a really bad relationship where the person that they were with was consistently cheating on them. And, you know, time after time, it would be a fight. It would be an argument and stuff like that. And so naturally being their friend, you would empathize with them. But here you are in a happy relationship, in a healthy relationship, while your friend is going through what they're going through. And because you keep entertaining every conversation, because you keep listening to their every cry, you're now starting to fear, what if my person cheats on me? What if me and my person start a fight like this? You know, it starts with a what if question. And then before you know it, you're battling so many questions that you invite those situations into your relationship, into your life. So whereas you're you would have been having, you know, a peaceful relationship. It's not that you didn't have disagreements, but it was never something where you were screaming at the top of your voice and cussing and throwing things at the person and stuff like that. All of a sudden, your relationship now reflects an episode of love and hip hop, you know, where it's like drama, 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 drama. Where did that come from? When was that seed planted? It started when you started to take in or absorb emotionally what the person close to you, what your friend, family member was going through. Now we can empathize, but we don't necessarily have to suffer side by side with someone in order to empathize with them. And I think that is where we get ourselves in a funny kind of situation. We feel, okay, this person is going through this, so it's only a matter of time that I go through the same. Why the need to think like that? Why even entertain the thought? Do you want to be miserable and unhappy? I would think that you don't want that, especially if you've known what it's like to be unhappy and miserable and wonder to yourself, when will my day come? You can lend an ear when needed, but at some point you have to set a boundary with that person so that you don't take in so much of that negativity on a consistent basis because 
it's going to consume you after a while. If all you're hearing is he's cheating, he's doing this, she's doing that and, and the whole nine. I came across a post on Instagram just recently. I think it was today. I don't remember exactly who shared it. I don't remember the exact words, but to paraphrase, it was basically saying that in order to protect yourself, you, you have to set boundaries. That too is self-care. It's not that we're being dismissive to the person and, or being insensitive to what they're going through, but you have to protect your peace. You have to protect the happiness that you worked hard to get. So as a reminder, again, you don't have to suffer side by side to empathize with someone. Another thing too that we may not want to admit is that some people are responsible for their unhappiness. Some people are responsible for the misery that they're experiencing in their life. And because they don't want to be accountable, they end up sharing the same story, singing the same song to anyone that would listen because they're rather sympathy than doing the work. And again, we have to be very careful with that. If you know that you know that you know that you spoke to this person and said, you know what, I don't think this behavior is beneficial to you. It's making you miserable. I don't think this situation is is good for you because it's resulting in a lot of drama and negativity. If you know that you would have forewarned someone or if you know that you would have had multiple conversations with them in and out, just trying to tell them, hey, you know what? You might want to change this. You might want to take a step back from this because you saw that it was only going to lead to disaster. And that person blatantly just shut you out. Or my personal favorite, they tell you to mind your business. Then it's not your business when they're going through what they're going through. Because what? You told me to mind my business. And that is exactly what I'm doing. And that is the interesting thing about us human beings. We put ourselves in these predicaments, right? Because we choose not to listen. And then when we're in the predicament, the same person that we told to mind their business or the same person that we told to not get involved or the same person that we rudely dismissed is the same smutty that we want to extend the hand to help us out. What? Make that make sense, please. I don't follow. I say all that to say that sometimes we have to be very careful that we're not empathizing with people who cause their own karma. Yeah. I think that one touched a nerve, but it's okay. Let him get up. Let him get up. I think that one might have touched a nerve. Some people are reaping the very negative and evil scenes that they sowed that they forgot about. Like we might feel sorry for the friend who lost something valuable, but we don't know the moment they conned a family member, perhaps out of that money, leaving that family member broke. All we see is, oh my gosh, I can't believe you lost your phone. Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe someone stole your car. But we don't know what they did that led to that negative situation happening. My mentor would remind us ever so often, be very careful who you give your sympathetic thought to. Because sometimes we're rooting for the angel who is actually the devil. Be very, very careful. People aren't going to tell you the role that they play in their own demise because one, it's embarrassing to have to admit, yeah, I put myself in this position and two, people like attention. So the moment they confess that actually I am in this mess because of stubbornness or because of some bad deed that I did, 
you're then going to take the attention off of them and they don't want that. They want all the attention. So they dare not say anything to remove that attention from themselves. You just have to be careful. You worked hard to get to where you are now. You made sacrifices that people don't even know about. You went through things that you won't even share with your best friends. There are things that you would have gone through that no one knows but you and God. Now that you're in a place where you're happy, you're laughing more, you're enjoying the things that you once thought were were unattainable, you don't have to water that down because those around you are going through what they're going through. If you're so weighed down or if you so feel heavy that so-and-so is dealing with a particular situation, if you're someone that prays, take it to God in prayer. Let him know how you're feeling and just ask him to intervene. If that is not your vibe, you can send positive thoughts, send a word of encouragement their way. Because again, we can't control what happens to people and we don't know why things are happening to them the way that it's happening to them. Some people are miserable and unhappy because they're just downright lazy. We can't do nothing about that. We have had moments where we had to fight our own lazy feelings to get what we have now and get to where we are now. So if it was a fight for us, we could only imagine what it is for somebody else. Like, no, no, no. Don't dim your shine to make someone else feel bright. It sounds cliche, but when you think about it, that is what we do. We feel guilty for being happy. We feel guilty for not going through what our neighbor might be going through. But we shouldn't. We really, really shouldn't because we were once there. We were once in the position where we didn't know how things were going to work out. We didn't know how the situation would have turned around. We didn't even know if we would make it out of the situation. We were there. But some way, somehow, we made it out. And here we are now. The last thing I want to share with you on this topic is that it will be hard But we have to accept the fact that we can't help or save everybody. We're not Superman or Superwoman. We cannot help or save everybody. I used to say, and it might be harsh, but I used to say, or I still say rather, that sometimes you have to let people burn in order for them to learn not to play with fire. When I say that, I mean some people have to feel the sting of their decisions in order to either want better for themselves or to realize that this way of behaving or associating with these people isn't beneficial to me. It is hard to watch your loved one, your friend go through something and you can help, but you're choosing not to because what? You talk to them about it. You warn them about it. You try to pull them away from the situation, but they chose not to listen. It's hard to watch them actually suffer the consequences of their choices, but they have to learn. They have to learn. How many times growing up, our parents would have told us, don't do that. Don't touch this. Don't put your hand there. Stop jumping up and down on the bed before you fall. And what happened? We fall. And what they do, they tell us it's good. Because what? Who can't hear will feel. For my Caribbean listeners, you know that saying all too well. Mommy or daddy, especially mommy. You know, Caribbean mothers are feisty. Mommy would say, who can hear will feel. That same rule applies to adulthood. When our friends can't hear, 
they will fail. And that is something that we have to accept. We can't change people. It is not our responsibility to change people. And we have to accept the fact that some people need to sit in their mess. Some people need to feel this thing so that they can hopefully, I say hopefully because some people will go through hell and earth and still do the same thing over and over again. But we have to let them feel this thing so that they can hopefully make better choices for themselves. So if you are in a position right now where you're happy, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're joyful, you don't have to worry about much of anything, be grateful for that. Don't go looking for problems that are not looking for you. Don't do that to yourself. Don't invite negative circumstances into your life because you're worrying about someone else, because you're fearful, because you're you're all of a sudden starting to doubt. Like, oh my gosh, I just heard that my friend lost their job. What if I lose my job too? No, don't do that. (laughs) If God positioned you when he's ready to move you, he'll move you. So don't move yourself by taking on what is not yours. Okay? This feeling of guilt associated with being happy, it will try its best to sink its claws into you. But you now have to remind yourself that one, you know what it's like to be on the other side and you don't want to go back. And two, you've worked your way to this point and you're continuing to do the work to get to an even higher point. You don't want to jeopardize that or sabotage that by absorbing issues that aren't yours. Because then the work that you put in, the sacrifices that you've made would have all been pointless. Don't do that to yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in to another session of Notice Serve Diaries. I hope something that I would have said today would have encouraged you or challenge your perspective just a little bit. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's topic and I invite you to send your feedback to alicia at noticefdiaries.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A at noticefdiaries.com. Or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram and share your comment there at note to self diaries. Of course, with your permission, your comments will be shared on the next session of note to self diaries. Until next time, until we catch up again, do take care and I hope you continue to enjoy being happy.